Hello and welcome back to The Pop In, the adjacent podcast of Flopstars where we run through the big music stories and new music releases of the week. My name's Nick Kelly. Oh, you want me to introduce myself? This is so weird. I know it's so weird. We're literally looking each other in the eye. It feels like we're playing poker. It's so (laughs) bizarre. Um, Coming up, we're going to talk about Nikki versus Megan. Uh, We're going to decide who's going to win the big four at the Grammys. Justin Timberlake, uh, colon, semicolon, discuss. And Ice Spice, <laughs> we unpack Think You the Shit in brackets fart and everything to come from Ice Spice on the pop-in. It's been quite an insane start to the year, I feel Truly like. a bonkers 31 days. It's like a lot has been happening. I feel like January is usually meant to be chill, but yeah. like Ariana Grande is back, Nikki and Megan are beefing, Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears, who knows what the hell is going on there and we'll get into it all, but yeah. like... There's no chill to January. Absolutely none. And if this is a sign of what's to come, it almost feels like we're back in like early 2010s yeah. pop mania kind of time. I'm here for it's, it. People are just out of control at the moment. I'm here for it and I'm not here for it because it's mm. it's a lot right now. People yeah. could tone it down a little bit. I mean, we could stop like beating around the bush and just go straight into what we're talking about. Yeah. Which is quite the week for Nicki Minaj yeah. and Megan The Stallion. What juicy say? Nicki and Megan collaborated together in 2020 or 2021 yep. on Hot Girl Summer with Ty Dolla Sign. There were rumors that the relationship had soured. Those are no longer rumors. The relationship has more than soured. Megan took a subtle shot. I mean. Maybe subtle. The word was quite strong. But she took a shot at Nikki in her song Hiss and Nikki Minaj just flew off the handle yep. in every single way. This woman was awake for 72 hours, I'm sure. <laughs> I didn't even know you could tweet tweets that were that long. They were like full paragraphs. And then when she wasn't tweeting, she was on station head saying more. Now Megan the Stallion's mum's grave is being predicted protected by law enforcement. Yeah, they've beefed up the security, Because they right? think the barbs are going to destroy it, which is just, like, crazy. Now, I'm going to throw a provocative thought out there, but if there is one fan base that would desecrate a grave, it's the barbs. It's the barbs, 100%. Aggressive. Like a group that knows absolutely no chill. Well, I feel like we talk so often about the relationship that an artist has to have with fans. Mm. And it's like, at some point, you have to rein them in. You know, like you need to give them guidance. Okay, at some Doja. Point. <laughs> well, is... Doja's good because they're not going to go do anything for her because yeah. they think she hates them. <laughs> but like Nikki has just like this whole album campaign has been about giving the Barb's ammunition, and the Barb's have driven it. And like, hats off to them. They're a very strong fan base. The album's done well, but now we're in this position where. It just feels like it's going a little bit below the belt. Now. Yeah. Megan hasn't said a word. Her song, which probably wouldn't have even have debuted in the top 50 in any other week because it's essentially a freestyle, almost no hook, now looks like it's going to debut at number one in the US, <laughs> which is an absolute backfire. Nikki's fired back with her track Bigfoot, which was atrocious. That's already falling very hard on the Spotify charts. Like, it's just all gone in Megan's favour by doing nothing. Like, how it's much, insane. All right, so Devil's Advocate, how much artifice do you think there could be to this? Like, could 
could this be in any way manufactured, in any way a plan to get them both back in the charts? I do wonder that, but I don't think it's playing to Nicki Minaj's strengths enough. And I don't think she needs it. Hmm. I mean, we saw what happened with Cardi as well. It didn't really do anything to destroy Cardi's, like, credibility or anything yeah and it's always the same thing she like goes straight at them they can't rap they need ghost writers like blah 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 it's always yeah. the same narrative it's, it's like people know with megan the stallion she doesn't need ghost writers she's one of the most like technically technically brilliant rappers around yeah it's not working this time and she's come up against somebody who has the restraint and has the skill to really take her on and really fuck with her mind, and it's working. Do you think this is part of Nicki Minaj's charm, though? Because that's what I see. It's part of it to an extent. It almost feels like the whole time that I've known of Nicki Minaj, and been that sounds like I've known for two years, Yeah, the whole time I've been a fan of Nicki, the tension and not knowing... What she's what's going to happen next and when the next fly-off will be. Chaos is part, part of it for sure. Part of the definitely. Chart, yeah. But I think this time around, it's like when you start going at like dead parents and just like the way that she's constructing her arguments are so loose and almost like Trumpian in manner, which feels like quite, I don't know, for me as a big fan of Nicki Minaj, it's been a week where I've been like, mm, this doesn't do it for me yeah. at all. But it's, look, it's, it's so Trump. Like going on Twitter at all hours of the night and just tweeting whatever you want with no filter. That's like yeah. the Trump way. Does Nikki have Truth Social? Um, after this week, she will. <laughs> so don't you worry. The way that Kanye pivoted to the conservatives, Nikki's about to do the same thing because yeah. the left has Megan the Stallion on lock now. Look, watch <laughs> this space, but I mean, it's got us talking about the two of them more than I think we've talked about them in years. So, oh, 100%. Yeah. But that's working for Megan. Yeah. I'm not sure yeah. it's going to work for Nikki in terms of promoting her music. No. And her music's doing great. Mm. That uh, Fuck the Club Up off her album was like a viral success. It was like climbing the Billboard Hot 100. She doesn't really need a silly rap beef to get her back in no. the conversation. Maybe Megan does. I mean, like, Megan really hasn't had a hit for a while, but now she's going to have a number one record. Yeah. So. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, let's talk about the Grammys. So they are happening on Sunday night yes. in the States, which is Monday in Australia, where we currently are, flapping around. Um, it's going to be a big night. Yeah. What do we know about presenters and performers so far? So we know that a lot of the big hitters are performing. We have Dua Lipa, Olivia Rodrigo, Scissor. Um, Taylor Swift is apparently not performing. Okay. Billie Eilish is performing. Yep. Uh, Miley Cyrus is rumoured to be performing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in terms of presenters, I don't know. Do you know who the host is? It Um, really matters that much. So Justin, the host is Trevor Noah. And then the pre... Uh, the pre-show which is the um like all the awards they don't give out in the big i think yeah. it's 10 they give out in the actual show um justin tranter is hosting that is he the songwriter yeah okay which is he's so cool up for songwriter of the year yeah, yeah. it's huge yeah. so he'll host the the premiere ceremony is what they call that yeah. um alongside such luminaries as rufus wainwright uh jimmy jam <laughs> Mer- rufus wainwright <laughs> of the loneliest time fame <laughs> never done anything else <laughs> main ceremony will be meryl streep Lenny Kravitz, Mark Ronson, Christina Aguilera, Maluma, Samara Joy, Lionel Richie, Oprah Winfrey, and Taylor Tomlinson. 
um, Who's Taylor Thompson? Not related to Lewis. She's that really young. She's the comedian that's got the late night show, and it's like she's like the youngest female, or maybe like the only female late night show host in okay. history. All right. Not only. We stand. Youngest, 30. She's 30. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Louis yeah. Tomlinson, mm. did he's you know Australia. he's playing Kudos Bank Arena here? Yeah. 20,000 people. I know. It's ridiculous. How? I don't, I don't when understand. When did this happen? Um, this has been my question. All, I've been asking this question all week. When did that happen? Because he played in Melbourne the other night to a similarly large crowd. Although I don't you, understand. You've got to remember that the Kudos Bank Arena is... You can do it in in tiers. And so they can close off the top tier. And you but can I don't think Kudos. he's closing it off. I looked up the tickets this week yeah. and it looks like they're all gone. Well, sometimes they make it sold out without putting the first... Oh, the and they don't even put that up. Yeah, oh, sometimes okay. they do so it that sold way like 300 to avoid tickets. embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I went to Lady Gaga's Art Pop there and they'd done that. I'm trying to think whether... Yeah, I did that too. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. wait, I didn't go to Art Pop. I remember I was doing something else that night. I went to the, the tour before that. <laughs> busy. Yeah, busy. <laughs> busy. Booked and busy. <laughs> Um, I reckon we run through the big four categories. Okay, I want to hear your predictions. Okay, so where are we starting? Let's start with our record of the year because it's up the top. Okay. For me. Yep, I'm fine with that. So the nominees are: should we go one for one? Yeah. You go first. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, we'd be good at this. Get rid of um. Louis and the nominees. Sister and let us do it. <laughs> Billie Eilish for what was I made for? John Batiste for worship. Boy genius, not strong enough. Miley Cyrus, Flowers. Olivia Rodrigo, Vampire. Taylor Swift, Antihero. Scissor, Kill Bill. Victoria Monet, On My Mama. <laughs> and the winner is... I think Olivia Rodrigo, Vampire. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Looking at the... Just feeling out the list, I think Flowers will be in there. Yeah. Um... And probably anti-hero as well. But I feel like there's more for Taylor in this ceremony. And I feel like Vampire is... Of this list, Vampire is the kind of stranglehold song yeah. of the year for me. Um, what was I made for is too. I would love to see Victoria uh, Monet take it out, but yeah, I think it'll be I Olivia. I think that's going to happen here. Yeah, I, I think Olivia. See it. I think that there's a possibility that Taylor gets the three main categories. Wow, okay. Potentially. Okay. I think there's also a possibility that Billy gets both record and song of the year, mm-hmm. but I really think that they're not going to, they can't overlook scissor for all these categories. And I think it's going to be kill bill. I think, Do you? I think it's between kill bill and antihero. It's probably one of the most deserving lists. I'd be happy with years. most of these. I would not be happy with John Batiste. That song's horrendous. Um, I would not be so happy with Miley Flowers, although I think probably given how ubiquitous it was, it might might deserve an award like record of the That's year. That's true. Yeah, I think it's a pretty strong list. I mean, the the nominations this year they got them pretty right. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, cool. you're going. I'm, happy with that. I'm going Scissor. You're going Olivia Rodrigo. Olivia. But I keep going between Taylor and Scissor on that one. Ten dollar sure. wager. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Let's do it. For each category? Each category. Yeah. All right. So lock in vampire. Album of the year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can start. And the nominees are John Batiste, World Music Radio. Boy Genius, The Record. Miley Cyrus, Endless Summer Vacation. Janelle Monet, The Age of Pleasure. Lana Del Rey, 
did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo, Guts. Taylor Swift, Midnights. And Scissor, SOS. Where are you reading the nominees Pitchfork. from, by the way? I'm reading We're on Wikipedia. a different list. Yeah, yeah I could tell. Okay. I could but tell. we're doing well. We're doing really we're doing well. well. Uh, right, this is a really, really difficult one. I think it will be between Taylor, Scissor, Olivia, but I'd love for Lana to get it. Um, I just think it would be the most defining moment from a critical perspective yeah. that she's probably ever had. And it is a deserved one for what this album has done for her and what this album is. Um, I was actually just thinking about this mm. uh, for a TikTok that will go up at a latter date if I can be bothered. The Grammys it's not paid. is... It's not paid, so you're not going to do it? It's not paid, so I'm not doing it. <laughs> Um, I think that the Grammys often operates behind the trends. So it often awards artists retrospectively when they should have done it years ago. For example, Lana's Born to Die has now spent 10 years on the Billboard 200. They probably should have given her a Grammy that year. They probably should have given her a Grammy the year of Norman Effing Rockwell. But it would be very the Grammys to give it to her this year for an album that's probably yeah. lesser deserve it. Like, I don't think that she's necessarily the obvious winner here, but I can see them doing it just as a, like, you do deserve an award. And I would love to see her get it. I really like that, yeah. I think that Taylor Swift is going to be the one to beat here. Yeah. I think the story of her, like, winning the most album of the years ever is going to be, like, a real kind of Grammys moment that they're going to be chasing. Yeah. But... If they were going to do the right thing, it has to go to Scissor. Has mm. to. Like, just for the way that she just completely took over with that album that is not like a mainstream sound by any means. Yep. I think that SOS has to get it. And they might do the right thing. They might. They have nominated Scissor a lot in the past, though, and snubbed her a lot. So, who knows? It feels right. But, yeah, I think it'll be between those two. But, you know, Olivia, Olivia's an option as well. I would love to see Olivia get it. Olivia is my favorite album on this list, but I think that Olivia is just with Giants this year. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, in the interest of a wager, you scissor, me Taylor. No, I'm going Taylor as well. Okay. Okay. I'll go scissor if it's a wager. If it's yeah. a wager. Yeah. Only yeah. for the purpose of a wager. No, I'm going to go Lana both... if it's a wager. I okay. Want, I want, if I'm going to lose, at least I go down with my girl, you know. That's true. Yeah. Under, and you will go down under the under tunnel, the o- tunnel o- under Ocean, Ocean Boulevard, Boulevard, which I now know about, thanks to that album. <laughs> <Thanks. She's laughs> well. Right, ready? Song of the Year. Is that what you want to do next? Yes, let's cool. do Song of the Year. All right, you go first here. Billie Eilish, What Was I Made For? Lana Del Rey, A&W. Dua Lipa, Dance the Night, From the Barbie, The Album. I think it was called <laughs> The Barbie, Barbie, The Album. The Album. <laughs> You really try. John Batiste, Butterfly. Songwriters, John Batiste and Dan Wilson. <laughs> Miley Cyrus, Flowers. Dan Wilson. Oh, Dan Wilson's from semi the Semisonic guy. He's the closing time guy. Oh. Yeah, wrote the John Batiste song. Go. And he also wrote um, Someone Like You by Adele. And there's another song he wrote as well. I did a TikTok about it. It went quite well. I don't think you're allowed to interrupt the song of the Sorry. year nominations to just give did you do flowers? random facts about songwriting credits. Yeah, yeah. Did you do Flowers? I did Flowers. Scissor, Kill Bill. Olivia Rodrigo, Vampire. 
Billie Eilish. No, we've done that. <laughs> Which one have I missed? Taylor oh, Swift. Taylor Swift, anti-hero. <laughs> <laughs> right. See what happens when you have to become freaking genius for a moment? What do you mean? Well, you put the whole thing off track. No, I haven't. I still want to talk about Dan Wilson. We'll just put it to the end. Just a five-minute unpack on Dan Wilson. Because he wrote another song. I can't remember. It inspired oh, God, here we go again. Back when I was doing TikToks. He um, wrote Closing Time. Yeah, he wrote another big song. I can't remember what it was. And it wasn't someone like you. It was Not Ready to Make Nice by the Chicks. There's another one, oh, though, like a, a recent one. one. Yeah. Okay. I think this, I think this will go to... Um, I think this is very big potential to go to Lana. Yeah, I, w- I would like to see that too, but I really think that it would be quite hard to beat Billy in this category. Mm. Yeah. Like, I really think What Was I Made For is is the one. It's the most beautiful song written in the last 12 months. Definitely. Definitely. And I think that A&W, particularly the back half, is so much about the production, which yeah. I don't... I'm not sure if, like, the older Grammys voters are going to give a songwriting award to a song that says whore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. The Academy might I would love like to that. see it, but I really think it's American Billy. Whore. <laughs> um... You know, I listened to the first two minutes of that on the Triple J Hottest 100 the other day and didn't recognize it. And then I only worked it out. About really? Two yeah, about two and a half minutes. And I was like, oh, I think that's Lana. I'm sick of I know, you. I know. I know. I thought Sam will be so upset. By I am I can't upset. wait to tell him. Uh, best new artist? Is that our final? Oh, category? we've got to do our wage up. My, I'm oh, taking sorry, Billy for this one. Um. Okay, I'll take. I'll actually take Vampire for this. I don't know what it is. You know that Vampire is like not my favorite, but I just think yeah. But you're really coming out. To I'm really back in it. Whereas yeah. Vampire is one of my favorites. I think it's objectively not... one of the best. I just don't personally like to listen to it all the time. Well, that's alright. And it's okay. It's called personal taste. You know, it's important that you maintain objecti- objectivity. Um, and you're showing and you're how well you can you. do it. I try. Best new artist. Yeah. The nominees are Gracie Abrams, Coca Jones, Fred again. Ice Spice, Jelly Roll, Noah Khan, Victoria Monet, and The War and Treaty. Now I'm going The War and Treaty. Are you? No, never heard of them. They are a husband and wife duo. Yeah. No. Yeah, I felt the same way. It sounds like, remember when Pink and um, Dallas Green did their... Oh, do not. Their collaboration. What was that thing called? No, it was called like You and I or something. You and I, yeah. Oh, That's the vibe I get from that. What happened to him? Him? City and Colour. He's just doing his thing. Is he? Yeah, I think so. When do you reckon the last album was? It would have been that, I think. No. no I think I remember him releasing something not too long ago. It might have been under another new pseudonym, though. Like another new well, album. his last City and Colour album was in uh, in 2023. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. Yep. Just, I'm presuming <laughs> Featuring songs like Things We Choose to Care About. Yeah. And Fucked It Up. I remember it well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's um, my that's Anyway, my who are you giving it to? Now, this is going to be Kontrov, but yeah. as much as I'd love to see, uh, I think number one, Victoria, get it? Yeah. Um, I think Ice Spice would also be very deserving of it. Yeah. I have a feeling it's going to go to Jelly Roll. I can see that. Yeah. I just think it's been such a mammoth year for country. Yeah. And I think what he kind of represents in the country space is kind of exciting and his story is quite good yeah but i f- i feel like that vote is going to be split between jelly roll and noah khan yeah that's what and i'm thinking I think as well that noah khan it will fall do you think further t- 
Well, for example, if you ask Bunks, our silent producer, she's really silent. She's got her headphones in. Mm. Bunks, do you know who Jelly Roll is? Who? Jelly Roll. No. Do you know who Noah Khan is? Shaka Khan? <laughs> <laughs> All right, she doesn't know either. It's okay. <laughs> I was trying to prove a point. Back to listening to City in Colour for you. <laughs> Back to the Pink and City Colour album for you. I think that most people would know Noah Khan over Jelly Roll. But if that vote gets split, I think Victoria Monet is in with a chance. Yeah, that's true. Which I would love to see. And obviously the Grammys just decided that they freaking loved her this year out of nowhere. Mm. So, who knows? They could go with it. I just think with the split between Noah Khan and Jelly Roll, I just think it's a, it's quite a definitive split. Like, Noah's not a country guy. He's a folk guy. Folk yeah, storyteller guy. Like Jelly Roll's like... as well, like... Yeah, but Jelly Roll... Jelly Roll's more like salt of the earth, like... Yeah, I, I can definitely see it going to him. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I just it might be because I watched a few like videos of him the other night. I was like, I just feel like he's exceptionally endearing, but I haven't spent enough time with the music to be completely honest with you. He's also too old, though. It's like giving the X factor <laughs> to someone who's like fifty. You know, they're never going to do anything. Well, that's why like the idol shows smartly cap the age at like thirty-one or something. I think they should cap it at like nineteen. Yeah, it's not a bad idea actually. Yeah, yeah. I only want like eleven to nineteen-year-olds. On my Spotify. It's the creepiest thing you've ever said. <laughs> what are you... Um, what are we wagering? I'm going to go Noah Khan. I'm going to go Jelly Roll. Okay. Battle this of the White Men. Battle of the White Men. Yeah. As it's their deserved place. All right. Cool. Good stuff. All right. Um, yeah. Cool. So... <laughs> I just realized we haven't talked about the first thing that we talked about talking about. And it's not on the shape, the TikTok thing. Ah, do you want to do that? <laughs> yeah, Let's talk about that. We're going to talk about this at the start, but we're talking about it now. Who cares about placement of story? Who cares? Universal Music is pulling its music from TikTok, citing bullying and a bad deal from artists. Comes out swinging with an absolutely scathing open letter to the artist and songwriting community about their decision to pull out from tiktok they said tiktok is trying to build a music-based business without paying fair value for the music umg declared in an open letter they accused tiktok of offering royalty payments that are a fraction of the rate that similarly situated major social platforms pay today is an indication of how little tiktok compensates artists and songwriters despite its massive and growing user base rapidly rising advertising revenue and increasing reliance on music-based content tiktok accounts for only one percent of our total revenue that's a quote from universal yeah so much to unpack how do you feel about it well if if one percent that 1% figure is an interesting one because it's 1% of their revenue coming from royalties from TikTok. Yeah. It's not including the discovery section of TikTok, the discovery platform that it is where you find something on TikTok that you like and you go and put That's it on your exactly Spotify playlist. There is a, and a, you know, I don't know what the stats would be on that, but there is a, I would dare say it's tenfold. Yeah. you know what they're earning for actual royalties on TikTok. Yeah. Considering the 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 length of the tracks generally on TikTok, the length that's generally being listened to, yeah. compared to what happens if you hear 15 seconds of that song, really like it, yeah. and then add it to your Spotify playlist, that 
is on this TikTok is the discovery platform we've been waiting for for decades. Yeah. And as much as I agree that artists should have a fair deal, um, the 1% figure is not accurate in terms of its impact on overall streams. Yeah. And also the money that labels have been ripping off artists for years. So mm. now we're suddenly going to turn around and say that. <laughs> yeah. They did, like, where are these royalties going to go if it is increased? And I totally agree with you. Good luck getting a hit without TikTok right now. Every, like, I can't think of a song that's done well without it. That's not from an established artist. Yeah. 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 No. 100%. And even established artists, even Anti Hero had to go somewhat viral on TikTok yeah. to keep its momentum. Yep. That's the starting point now. Before radio picks it up, mm. before people start playing, like it, it's, I just can't see how it's going to work without it right now. I know, but I also, you know, I, I, I agree that they, the labels don't have the greatest track record in terms of, you know, the the deals they've done in the past. A lot of these labels, a lot of these yeah. deals, every deal's different, but it's good to see them putting a bit of a stand up finally and if they can get a better deal yeah. then that's a really good thing and if the industry at large demands a better deal on that one percent of royalties then that's a really good thing but totally it just seems a little bit misguided definitely has dodgy yeah business dealings for sure we're both going to be blacklisted now from posting I know, <laughs> no it's it's like it's good to see someone putting up a stand about royalties but you know also, like, where's this energy around... Yeah, where's this energy been around label deals and the yeah. flow of... The trickle of royalties in most major label deals once you get through imprint deals and, you know, through yeah. management teams and, like, the artists get nothing. And Also, if... Like, it's a similar thing with Spotify, yeah, mm. with royalties. Yeah. Yeah, this is the thing. Universal's not, you know... And, and I'm, I'm saying Universal because they're the... the the label is currently doing this and they're the ones doing it. But where are the labels fighting for, you know, the better equity with Spotify with it and, and and with Apple, with them changing their models as well constantly. Um, And now this whole pooling thing that Spotify is doing, like pooling royalties and then just distributing them dependent on, you know, the ranking of the artist. Yeah. Where's this energy? Like, where's this energy from the labels yeah, demanding it's bizarre, better Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? They've got a real bee in their bonnet about TikTok. Hmm. I just think that it's like a big move to try and make something happen. But if TikTok doesn't fold, what are they going to do? Because really, TikTok doesn't need this music that bad. TikTok will survive without the music. Like, it's, it's fine. That's an interesting point. Like, what's the... What's the symbi- symbiosis there? Does tick is it chicken and egg? Like, does TikTok need music, or does music need TikTok more? But TikTok's gonna exist with just like the bootleg clips and like the sped up versions and like all that kind of stuff. I you presume know? they'll all get takedown notices though. Now, really, all of them. That's what I presume. Is is the that point just here. seems so crazy to me? That's just like taking so much attention from their artists right yeah. now. To cause a scene, really. It's kind of ridiculous. Yep. Like, I like that they're putting out, but put that note out and let us see it, like, played out in public without pulling the music. Mm. There are so many new artists that are signed to Universal right now 
who are going to be like directly impacted for the next month or two or however long it takes for this like little temper tantrum to be well universal's statement mentioned that tiktok was selecting emerging artists amongst the the ranks of universal to to selectively mute their content and remove their songs from the platform as a quote unquote test and leaving all of the major players and the big songs that were helping their videos go viral leaving those ones up and that it seemed to be quite systematic Mm. and if you're an australian you may remember that tiktok did a test about a year ago of muting music content in australia from selected artists for selected users and they did it under the guise of a quote-unquote test and it went for two months and it it was a very it was a pretty disastrous time for australian artists why did they do that i don't know the real reason um but my from from conversations I've had and from what I can read through the lines of this statement from Universal this week, it's TikTok trying to play play games, basically. Play games with the record labels and be like, well, we don't need you to To show stuff. them how much power they have. Yeah. Yeah. So it, that's that's a problem. It is. It's a sad state of affairs. Yeah. Um, and we should all be one happy family. We should be. <laughs> More to come. Let's on move that. on to someone who I don't want in my happy family, mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, so we've He's got back. Al- album coming out. We've got Selfish, the single. Yeah. Um, feels like a weird time for him to reemerge from the shadows. Very weird. I wouldn't be surprised if this was planned for last year. Yeah, at the end of last year, and they pulled it and waited for things to die down a little. That makes sense. But also. Do you think, like, Selfish is so middle of the road, so inoffensive. Do you think that that's a purposeful thing? I think so. To just, like, soft launch him in? I kind of expected it, to be honest. Yeah. I kind of expected that it would be a bit of a sort of... Because if he came out with, like, Can't Stop the Feeling, everyone would be like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. Like, and now this just feels like it limps in. It's back to RM, really relaxed RMB. It kind of reminds me of like, remember when there was that Usher record with a couple of songs? I was just about this climax is what yeah, it reminds me of. Exactly. But it doesn't have the climax no. that climax has. That's right. The thing I find the funniest like about again. this whole situation is that Britney Spears also has a song called Selfish, which like simple Google and they would have seen that. Like, why would you do that for the first single? She, her fans rallied behind it, sent it to number one on iTunes above. It's actually sold more units this week than Selfish. It's so good. Um, And now I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. The, the quote she said the on her. The quote she put on her Instagram, which is now gone, if you're trying to look for it. I was. Because reportedly the label made her do it. Allegedly. How? How? And now she's deleted it. It's absolutely wild. Because she said she was in love. It's so good. And then like vaguely apologized for what she said in her book. Said she regrets what she wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Which we I think we all know is very bizarre. She doesn't at all. No. Anyway, post is gone. Selfish will no doubt flop. Okay, selfish. Um, he is teasing more new music with NSYNC on his uh, appearance on the Kelly Clarkson show. He said, we've been in the studio, so there may be a little something. But according to TMZ, sources at RCA are pumping the brakes, saying Justin's tease was referencing NSYNC members recording background vocals for the upcoming album. 
so that's where yeah that's where they've been relegated to background <laughs> vocalists on the new JT so the, it's like a pussycat doll album. yeah literally yeah, yeah. Which I welcome. Cool. I'm here for it. Absolutely. Another new album by someone who we perhaps like a little bit more. Yeah. Ice Spice. She has a new song, Think You the Shit Fart. In brackets, fart. She has a new album coming out called Y2K. Did you know she was born on the 1st of January 2000? No, I didn't. Yeah. That's amazing. She's literally born on Y2K. I have a theory about anyone born on the 1st of January that yeah. they are an AI robot. Yes, absolutely. Won't be elaborating on that. You d- no one's at work on the 1st of January. No, How can January a baby be delivered? Yeah, hospitals are closed. Yeah, there's no <laughs> way it can happen. It's a water birth. She is actually the AI robot that's come. I've always come. said this. I've always they always they said planted this. a robot in the New York drill scene yeah. for a year in and it learnt all the language <laughs> yeah. and now it's come out. And and she's here. <laughs> she's so, come up with Think You the Shit Fart. I love so, her so much. People who think AI is smarter than us. <laughs> it's so funny. Let this be a warning. The <laughs> intro is perfect, which is like, I don't even know what to say here. <laughs> and then the, the tease campaign for this, just posting this meme of Mario smoking a blunt. <laughs> We're just, bitches be thinking they the shit, and then on the bottom, but they ain't even the fart. And then just... <laughs> Think you the shit, bitch, on the next post, and then it's just so fart at, nonchalant. Fart at midnight to announce that the single is coming with the cover up, which is just her giving the finger to out a fish islands, yeah, out of the car. And the comments are so <laughs> fart at midnight is crazy. We will be farting at midnight in all caps with a one hundred percent emoji at the end. <laughs> she needs to call her fans the farters. <laughs> I'm farting at midnight too, ice. <gasps> <laughs> I think the song's okay. It's it's, it's not... about to be smelly up in here. <laughs> <laughs> this is the person who they're Miss expecting Poopy. old Grammy voters to vote for for <laughs> best know. new artists. Miss Poopy is coming in capital letters, and she liked that, which is just <laughs> so good. I just love it. It's so fun. She's great. Full respect to Ice Spice. So now with our pop in episodes, we are going to be bringing our kind of song of the week to the table. Yes. Um, we're probably not going to do like the biggest releases of the week. We'll yeah. keep them a little more undercover, even though inevitably mine will undercover. not Undercover? They're not cops. Well, they could be. We could bring a <laughs> cop to the pop in. That's true. Um, sell me on yours. I want to hear yours first. Uh, mine is a song called What's Love. Mm. By Empress Fat Joe and Ashanti. By Fat Joe and Ashanti. Is I've this the one with Moona? With Moona. can make you break you shape you I like this song a lot. It's a really, really beautiful song. Yeah. It just like is so subtle and you expect it to explode, but it never does. But the writing in both of the verses is just like spectacular. I think Empressov has been underrated for yes way too incredible. long. Incredible because now she's had three incredible records off this forthcoming record, which is called "For Your Consideration," and it has an amazing cover of her riding a star. Um, but she's had "Kiss Me" with uh, Rina Sawayama. Yep. And then she also had one that was Spanish that I loved, but I don't want to print it. Oh. Feminine. <laughs> <laughs> I can pronounce so that. Hard. Which is really good. And now she's got this one with Moona and it's just like makes a lot of sense. So that's my song of the week. I love it. Love that. That's awesome. 
It's actually got a writing credit from Clarence Clarity, who is who Reina Sawayama works with. However, the song with Reina Sawayama doesn't have a credit with Clarence Clarity. Is that right? Yeah. There's a little... Go figure. Little tidbit little loophole. Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting. Well, yeah, I, I luckily have already heard that song and I really enjoy it, but thank you for bringing okay. it to the podcast. I think I've also heard your song. Well, I've, oh, I'm going between two, but I think I'll just go with the one that you Oh, know, okay. I think it's easier right. to describe. Well, I was going to go with a guy called... All right, I'll give... Um, what do you call it? Yeah, props to... Yeah. Um, there's an artist named Masterpiece. Like there is no tomorrow. There's nothing left to borrow. My life is... Yeah. is out of the UK yeah. and he makes this kind of sort of garagey pop but it's really really hooky but it feels a bit punky at the same time yeah um he's kind of inspired by and has been touring with the streets with mike skinner um okay but it's really hooky really poppy stuff yeah this song called pda a couple of years ago that just was mind-blowingly cool like just cool and effortless he's been like track of the week it's come on up Radio with One. masterpiece by jesse j is that what you're talking that's what about I mean, yeah it's masterpiece yeah. like peace sign okay yeah he's worked with georgia yeah and he yeah. did um a song with may muller called boyfriend last year which was absolutely exceptional um yes i do remember that yeah it was a great track yeah um I remember us chatting about it actually on the the pop in a couple of years ago. He has an album, uh, a single cover that has a a bottom on it. That's good. That's what yeah. you want. So I was going to go with him, and I basically have gone with him. But I also think we need to talk about. Isaac I want to go to Paris. I want to go to Spain. I want to lose my wallet. Then kiss whoever stole it. Yeah. Um, Back kid, and I mean kid. He's like twenty one, I think, maybe at the absolute most now. Yeah. Been producing, writing, singing, releasing on a massive scale since he was about 14. Um, First song that hooked us in was a song called Pharmacy, which was just this beautiful soaring ballad that was pretty much entirely self done. That's like six years ago now, I think. Yeah. Six or seven. Um, He had this incredible track called Makeup Drawer, which was kind of inspired by like Mattyon and um, that like a really poppy kind of version of Madion. Yeah. And then this song called Apartment A is just so like Prince, um, Janelle Monet, a little bit talking heads, like, yeah, but really catchy, really fun. And, f- and so free, like free yeah. is the word to describe it. Um, I just get the feeling from this song and I've always known he's a freak of nature in terms of his songwriting ability, but this song's on another level. Yeah. This album is going to be absolutely insane to listen to. He's just yeah, such a star. So. Um, I hope so. He's I don't know even I don't even know how to describe him. It's he's just got you know when you just see someone that's just got something else. Yeah. And to be doing this so young as well and have been doing it since he was so young. It's um, very cool. Yeah. We're big Isaac Yeah, I'm a big, fans big Isaac fam. Chuck it in. All right. right. That's it. Well, that was a good pop in. See ya. Thank you everyone. <laughs> Catch your counts. <laughs> um we will be attempting to be back with weekly episodes. Um we're going to do well at it. Yeah, actually. we're going to do well. Yeah. Um, and, and Flop Stars is on, on route back for season nine. We're season nine. Season? We're about to record yeah. the episode um, one. I guess the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Get ready for it. We'll get catch ready. you soon. Bye. Bye.